turn off your phone. I am. Going is to. it all the way up? It is. It's okay. Okay. I got my volume up. Hey, what's up, Jimmy? What up, guys? Nice one. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> Anyways, uh, <laughs> dude, thanks for coming back on for your uh, number three. Uh, yeah, this is uh, the third time around, yeah. Third time. Look at that. Yeah. Uh, I didn't know we were filming already. No, 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 I'm not yet. Well, we're recording, but I'm going to edit it out. I, was just, I just wanted to say hi real quick. <laughs> uh, all right. <laughs> What's up, guys? <laughs> what up? <laughs> all right. You ready uh, to start it? No, you start it. You, you, you have to start it. Oh, I have to start it. Yeah. Okay. All right, we're going to start in, in three seconds. Yeah, go for it. <laughs> Welcome back <laughs> to no. another week of uh, Power Comedy Podcast. What up? Here with Mr. Nick Dorian. See. I almost said Dorio. I'm so used I to know, saying your thing. Mr. Yeah, my, Dorio. Yeah, my, uh, my Instagram, yeah. Well, they that's actually... That's because his name on Instagram is Dorio. <laughs> no, that's... Yeah, we say... I plug his Instagram so much that I'm so used to saying Dorio instead of fully Dorian. I actually almost forgot that. That's well, his actual last what's name. funny yeah. is in high school... Uh, the guys I played football with, they would all call me. They wouldn't even say my full last name. They wouldn't add the N. They would just say Dorio because they're a bunch of lazy fuckers. But then Instagram wouldn't let me add the N, so yeah. <laughs> Here we are with the legend of Dorio. Yep. And that voice, ladies and gentlemen, is none other than the man himself coming in for the third round, Mr. Jimmy from Warfare Inc. Clothing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Before we get started, don't forget to go to warfareinclothing.com and use code POWERCOMEDY to get 20% off your entire purchase. Bitches, what are you doing? Go get some swag. God, so violent. Dude, I really... <laughs> so, you know you know what happening, happened to me today? He's, on a, he's on a sugar high right yeah. now. For what, Red Bull or... No, no, no. No, Girl Scout cookies. <laughs> Damn, Girl was... Scout cookies, huh? So, hey, so I just got out of class. Like, I got out of class early today and I was walking... Um, from class and there's a bunch of Girl Scouts on campus and they were like, hi, would you like some cookies? And I was like, oh, I'm sorry, ladies. I don't have any cash on me. And one girl was like, we take credit cards now. And I was like, fuck. Are you shitting me? I swear, dude. Mom's got those squares out. And now you can, I was telling Nick, you can pre-buy them online and either have them shipped to your house, have them hand-delivered to your house, or you can go to a nearby Girl Scout cookie location and pick up your cookies. That's fucking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so, of course, I got two boxes, oh, and uh, I, I just ate one because I haven't had one in years, and I forgot how just rich they are. And I had a second one before we started, and I'm, like, on a fucking sugar high right now. That's fucking awesome, though. Order Girl, Girl Scout cookies. Dude, I used to throw the Thin Mints in my fucking protein shakes. Oh, my God. Actually, that actually sounds fucking awesome. You put them in the freezer, right? Well, yeah, yeah. Is that what you did? You put them in the freezer? Yep. Yep. Oh, my God. Dude, so, I want to get Thin Mints just to do that now, because I've I never even thought about doing that. I was waiting. I, it's, fucking, it's, it's probably one of my better ideas. <laughs> I, what, I, what what about uh? What do you think tagalongs would taste like? Uh, I don't know. I'm gonna try that. I'm gonna get a box of Thin Mints and a box of tagalongs. See, I don't even know what the tagalong ones are. They, they I, taste like Reese's. I, I like, like the a, peanut butter chocolate. Oh, the peanut butter chocolate ones? What the yeah. Heck? Yeah, I don't, you know what? I don't see those tasting bad, actually. Yeah, see? Ha-ha. <laughs> hmm. Fuck you, uh, I mean, before the thing gets all, I mean, I used to put a, just always, peanut butter and chocolate. Always. Yeah. When I was a kid, we used to put peanut butter and chocolate in the freezer, 
over our ice cream when we were kids, and uh, when we were done with our dinner, it'd be all nice and hard on the ice cream. And I remember thinking, yeah. it's better than Reese's. That's no. for you. That's for the poor people out there. Nothing is better than Reese's. There's nothing better than Reese's. Not for the poor people. What are you talking about? I still do that shit. Well, <laughs> we couldn't afford Reese's pieces to melt them, so we had to take uh, chocolate chips and, and generic peanut butter, and it tastes the exact same still. <laughs> but when we mentioned Girl Scout cookies, I'm thinking to myself, oh, fuck, should I tell Jimmy this? He's going to roast me for getting Girl Scout cookies. And all of a sudden I get, fuck yeah. And I was like, ah, we're on board. Oh, yeah, kidding me? Fuck, I used to love Girl Scout cookies. No, bro. but see... Fucking a thin and stuff. That, that was always my shit. We, we still have always, plenty of time for him to roast you. Then? I know. So what's <laughs> I mean, new, Jimmy? I'm figure... Nah, shit, man. Fucking... Actually working on a side project right now. Nice. What, uh... Fucking, uh... So... A little bit a ways back, I used to crush my sneakers. For the hell of it. And... It's not that I lost the passion for it. It was just that I didn't like doing it for other people anymore. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's because people are cheap. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Especially when, and I'm surprising because so, nowadays, though, people are like big sneaker heads. Yeah. So uh, one of the guys I'm working with, uh, he's definitely hands down a future boxing champ. Hands down. Mm-hmm. And uh, he had posted something the other day, then uh, he reached out to me, asked me if I would customize some sneakers for him that he had previously customized. Somebody did it for him once before. So I'm thinking, all right, so it should be easy. I'm thinking the paint's going to come off easy, everything else. Not realizing that whoever did the paint. Now, when you deal with people that customize sneakers, they hate do-overs. Absolutely hate them because you don't know what the other person did to fuck everything up. <laughs> well, whoever did his did these fucking sneakers previously, I called him up. I just told him, I was like, yo, you ever see that guy hit him with a one-banger? Like, he fucked these shoes <laughs> up. Any other sneaker customizer would have told him, throw these out and go buy new ones. <clears throat> but... Lucky for me, I look like fucking Breaking Bad in my apartment right now. I got masks on, all the chemicals, smoke flying around, <laughs> ventilation and shit. Everybody's gonna bunch, bunch in and be like, so we heard there's some uh, chemicals being done over here, sir. What are you doing? Oh, hands on. It looks like a fucking meth lab. <laughs> fucking Jesse's gonna come out of nowhere. Yeah, bitch, sneakers. <laughs> <Right>. Exactly. <laughs> but, uh... I mean, Jimmy you know, is bold any, and any other the customizer. I mean, he's only doing... It's, it's simple. Color swaps are usually simple. So I, but I gotta restore these first, which is what sucks. So it could take me a little bit longer. So I never I never thought of you to be like a big like uh, like sneaker fan. Oh my god, I'm a huge sneakerhead. What's your favorite sneaker of all time? Uh of all time would have to be the Jordan Elevens. Ooh. I love the elevens. I, I never owned Jordans because my older brother was into Jordans, so therefore I wasn't allowed to have Jordans. But I loved when he had the 11s, and I remember those are my favorite ones. Those are the ones that stand out to me. I'm not a big Jordan guy, yeah. but whew. and I only wear low tops, also. So there's not too many Jordans that come in low tops. That's very true. Like hey, you get the ones. I got tons of ones. Jimmy, quick question: um, What what shoot. what are the um, what are the Nikes that have the uh, that rainbow umbrella on the tongue? The Nikes that have the what umbrella? It, it, it's like a multicolored umbrella. It's like green and red and like two other colors. 
No, on on the on the tongue. It's like a little emblem embedded on the tongue. Oh, the oh the logo. Yeah, yeah. Oh, those are. I was actually just looking at a fucking pair the other day. Give me one second. <laughs> those are they're they're collaborated speakers. Whenever you see a different type of design. Yes. Or yeah. something different, different logo. Oh shit! What were they? Yeah, and the the laces actually have uh, the green plastic on the very on the very end. Oh, on the uh, aglets. Um, I love how you just said a word. I had no idea that was even a shoe word. I know, right? <laughs> well, aglets, aglets yeah. are the tips of shoelaces. Oh, look at that! You learn something <laughs> the, every the day. The more you know. You want? Hey, it's like free, like MMA. Jimmy's got you. Sneaker shoes. Jimmy's got Jimmy's you. Jimmy's got you. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, yeah. Nah, I used to be a really, really, really big sneakerhead. Uh, up until that fire that we spoke about, I think on the first episode. Yeah. yeah. Where. You know, when people think sneakerheads, like, they only think of Jordans, basically. I used to collect everything. Shit. I had 40 pairs of shell toes alone. Every fucking color imaginable, I had shell toes for. That's sick. Um, <clears throat> Jordans, you know, I got a ton of them. I've actually gotten rid of a bunch of them just because I don't wear them. Uh, trying to make room for new stuff that I literally just bought over the last couple of weeks. Do you ever go uh, on those uh, sh- like shoe lover websites where like people are like selling and trading shoes? Yeah, yeah, it's the best place. Oh, hands on, yeah. I- I've been on those sites. Um, I've actually made a killing selling sneakers. I should probably get back into it, but I just don't have the time for it. That's a- um, but I'm actually in talks with one person as a partner, and I already got all the connections for sneakers. Uh, but we're contemplating on opening up a sneaker boutique, just an online sneaker boutique. Oh, that's sick! So we're gonna see where we're gonna see where that goes first. Like as far as the capital and everything that started up, me and him both got it. It's just a matter of our connections coming into play. And what works is like I'm based here, New Jersey, and New York City, and he's got Vegas covered. Oh, those are like two prime real estates for sneakers, especially Vegas yep, exactly. and New York. Yeah, exactly. Wait, are you guys so, going to be like outsourcing sneakers from other brands, or are you going to be making your own sneakers? No, 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 we're going to be outsourcing. So oh, it's like, cool. you're going to go online, you're going to see all the different Air Maxes, you name it. Ooh, I like the Air Maxes. Air Forces, Air Maxes. I remember when the bubble yeah, came out. Jordan's, that was, obviously. That was the biggest thing. Um, huh? I remember when the bubble, like when you get the little air bubble on the bottom of the heel. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. I remember getting those as kids, and all of a sudden everyone was just freaking <laughs> jumping like 10 feet in the air. You know, but for some reason, my latest kick that I've been stuck on as far as a brand is Diodorus. The which one? I don't know why. Diodorus. It's, it's an Italian sneaker. Like, it's like a big soccer company, though. Really? And they have, like, a lot of collaborated sneakers also. Like, some of their shits will go, you know, three, four, five hundred dollars $500. But for some reason, I've just been on a kick for them. That, them and the ASIC gel lights. I've been collecting a lot of the ASICs lately, too. I'm actually looking up at my wall right now because I actually had to get another uh, shoe stand. That's how you know you're a hardcore shoey is when you have uh, what do you what do you call what is it sneakerhead shoey? What's like the terminology? Uh, sneakerhead is basically the only word. Okay, I, I, use. I, I threw out the word shoey and I didn't want to insult you. <laughs> nah, nah, sneakerhead. I think you just yeah. Now nah, for some reason, Diodorus has been like <laughs> on the top of my list lately. Let's see, I just bought one. 
but Nick was asking you about his oh. Nike sneaker because he just ran to a pair of those uh, collabs uh, for free. For free? Yeah. It's not the trapping. What the fuck is it? Oh, man, if I... When we hang up, I'll do the search. <laughs> I know exactly where to look for it, and I'll just text Nick. Well, basically... Like, um, I found it. Here they are, and I'll let you know how much I come, come go for. Yep. They're not too, too expensive uh, for a collaborative sneaker, uh, but they're not... They're not, uh... Are they Nike Dunks, or what are they? Hard, they're not easy to find, either, at the same time. I mean, you can check websites like StockX. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or uh, Flight Club. I you'll Flight you'll Club. probably find them on there. You'll probably find them on StockX. Well, he came up to my comp. I did a, I did a show last week, and he came up, and he's like, "Notice anything different?" And I was like, <laughs> uh, I as, don't know. A, "As I'm pointing at my feet, he rolls up his pants, <laughs> and I'm like, these are sick.'" He goes, "Got these for free, <laughs> dude." So I got them. Uh, my coach, I I, th- I think she got them, or her husband got them, and he just never wore them, and they were my gotcha. size. And she was like, "Hey, if anyone wants these, they're gonna be at the gym." And I and I first one to comment was me, and I was like, "Fucking dibs." And she's like, "All right, they'll be at the front desk for you." So I walk in, I look at them, and I'm like, "Holy shit!" And I was curious to see uh, how much they were. And are they like a variation of Nike Dunks? Send me a picture. More than likely, the what? Nike SB Dunks. But yeah, if you could take a picture of them, send it to me. Yeah, yeah, I I'll you do it now. No. Nah, good man. I'm wearing my feelers. <laughs> um, dude, I had to stand up all day. These are more comfortable. Um, I got a uh, and uh, my latest... but more than likely they are uh, from. So what I'm thinking, yeah, they're they're a version of dunks. But I looked them kind up. Kind of like the way you know they got the pigeons that just came out. Fucking those things are gonna be ridiculous if anybody gets their hands on them. Give it like two months to sell them. They're gonna fucking triple their money. <laughs> But yeah, I I looked them up and they were like ranging from like three hundred to three hundred fifty bucks. Yeah, and I was like, holy shit! And I just got these for nothing. Hey, some people come up. Well, that's the thing. When when you come across it, two two things will make a sneaker like even more um, valuable. One is if it's a collaborated sneaker. Yours, um, pigeon, uh, which is another. There's also the Heineken. Dunks. Um, oh, there's also the Tiffany those. Dunks. Um, where was it? Joe Diamond or whatever I think was the one behind the uh, Tiffany Dunks. Um, but there's so many. There, there's so much shit out there. <laughs> but when you come across the collaborated sneakers, and like even Yeezys, Yeezys really aren't that expensive if you go on certain websites. Well, actually, it's funny that you said that. So I had a coworker. That got a pair. I think they're the ugliest fucking sneaker possible. Oh. By the way, just throwing that out there. They're. I, I would never ever spend that much money on a sneaker ever. Not over a nope. thousand. No, no. Like two. I think the most I ever spent on my shoes. I think I probably spent like over two hundred bucks on a nice pair of Nikes one time. But that was it though. Not that I stayed within the one to one fifty. Dude, range. I almost don't even want to wear the Nikes because they're because I looked them up and they're that expensive. Like I just want to stick with my regular tennis shoes. <laughs> <laughs> Those are going out to dinner shoes. But believe it, I mean, Fila's got some good shit. I mean, I try to find some of the older stuff, too, which makes it a little bit harder. Um, like, stuff I grew up with. Like, I remember Fila coming out back in the day, like, when I was in middle school with the Jerry Stackhouses. Mm-hmm. I've been on a hunt 
for a pair of those. Um, just shit from when I was younger that you know I'm, you're not going to see anymore. Oh man, those I... make the things more even more valuable. Like even back then, I mean, they come out with newer versions of the answers Reebok. Um, but if you can find like you know, those will always be a classic Reebok sneaker. Is the Allen Iversons the answers or the questions? Those just will never go out of style. Oh, absolutely. Nike SBs will never go out of style. I love the SBs. Uh, Nike Cortezes. I know they're big in California, but they'll never go out of style. That's the good thing about Nike as a brand is like you have so many sneakerheads that like it just it has styles that you can just re-release, and people are always yeah. gonna buy them. Oh yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. I got. I got a, you ever heard of Feezy's? Heard of what? You ever heard of Feezy's? <laughs> No. So Feezy's are fake Yeezy's. See, see, I was waiting for okay. him to be like, what the fuck so, are Feezy's? So <laughs> my coworker hit me up and she was uh, she was like, hey, uh, someone sent, I, she at the time she thought they were full Yeezy's. So she's like, mm-hmm. no one claimed them. She called them, she called the website, hey, wrong package sent to my wrong house. No one ever said anything about it. So she took and got them appraised and they were like, hey, these are fake. They're not, they're not worth anything. <laughs> So I was talking to her, and she was like, do you want them? Because I don't wear men's. And I'm like, sure, I guess. I'll take a pair of fake Yeezys. Like, they're free. And they look they look ugly, but I'm not going to lie to you. They're pretty damn comfortable for being fake Yeezys. And twice. There's just something about it. I just don't like Yeezys. Even I, the first ones, when his, when his first collaboration with uh, Nike, before he switched over to Adidas, the, the Red Octobers, I just think they were always the ugliest fucking shoes, and I just can't can't wrap my head around fucking spending that much money i see people with them all the time and they're usually filipino kids and i'm like why i was i was in nike on black friday grabbing some some swag on discount because that's how i roll and some kid <laughs> yep, do the same shit, bro. hey Dude, man you'd be surprised the... what you find oh that's it... how i used to make money i found on some side sick... I, and like every so often i'll still do it oh yeah i so found when some you look at stores here uh, i'll give you a great story so i'm um, on facebook i'm part of all these like sneaker groups also and um, somebody posted a picture. They were at a Marshalls, not far from me. And they were the fragments. The Jordan One fragments came out there, blue and black. Mm-hmm. It was the release date of them. So people were lined up for blocks around Nike, Foot Locker, Finish Line, trying to get their hands on these things, and they were selling them for three hundred and fifty dollars. They were at Marshalls for 50 bucks. Jesus. Nike fucked up. <laughs> Did you go get a pair? I swear to God, Nike, Nike, I didn't make it in time. I tried. It was about an hour drive for me. Oh, that commitment. Here's, here's, yeah, but you know what? I would have filled up my trunk and resold everything. Oh, man. That's like, I've seen people do that. I've seen people oh, grab, yeah. like, go to Marshalls and get, like, I've seen Nikes where I'm like, I feel like I've seen these online for way more than what they're going for, like at Ross and shit like that. Hmm. I could exp- I could explain that. I could explain how that works. Yeah, how does so that So that's work? how I used to make all the side money, right? Was I would find certain sneakers. So how Marshalls and TJ Maxx and, and all these places, how they get their hands on certain sneakers, they have no idea what they're buying. What will happen is they'll show up at whatever shipping area for Nike, Reebok, you know, all the, all the brands. They could only open up the shipping container. They open it up. They see what's only right in front of them. They don't know what's behind them. So 
what will happen is, and this is where where some of the like district managers and stuff like this, I found this out, make side money also, is they'll figure out, they'll go in, they'll notice what's in some of the boxes, they'll look, and they'll have it shipped to a store in their district. And then they'll shoot over, once it's delivered, they'll shoot over and buy a shitload of them. Is that insect That's connection? how they get their hands on <laughs> Nike has no idea even, Nike will have an idea what's in there, but like, the shit with the fragments, that was a fuck up on Ooh. their part. Damn. So, I remember this one time, there was a Marshalls about 45 minutes from me. It was actually right by where I used to work. I stopped there on my lunch break. And I come across a whole shitload. New shipment just came in and it had all the Jordan Son of Mars in there. For fifty bucks. How Leave. Many, how many did you end up? Go getting? right back after work. Filled up my fucking trunk. <laughs> how many could you fit in your trunk? Fit about twenty-five pairs. Twenty-five. Pa- Jesus much, Christ! So you bought them for fifty bucks a pair, but how much were you reselling them at afterwards? To get rid of them, just to dump them and make a quick buck. I sold them all for eighty dollars a piece. That's some pretty good profit. Damn. Yeah. So here, here's the gone in a day. Here's a gone in a day. Here's a, here's a, here's an interesting shoe, uh, sh- a sneakerhead uh, question. So you find a pair that you've been wanting online for a long time, right? So hypothetically, I'm a size ten. How big or how small of a size will you go down from your normal size just to snag those sneakers? Like the lowest here's I've the gone thing. for a so pair I'm of sneakers. A ten and a half. You'll Most go Jordans, uh, I'm a ten and a half. Nikes, Diodors, certain shoes. Um, Adidas, I'm like an eleven. It, it really depends on the brand. A mm-hmm. six, uh, sometimes I could drop down to a ten. Um, if a pair has the to- the toe box, the front of the foot, if that's completely leather, just to prevent it from cracking, I'll buy a ten. I'll buy a half size smaller, just to prevent the creasing. See, the smallest I've ever gone is I'm going to get 10, 10 and a half, usually a 10 wide, but I, you know, you can't really find those unless you're getting basketball shoes. Um, and I'll, the lowest I've got is nine and a half for a pair of uh, some, uh, some Nike SBs that I found that I really wanted. And they, I only had nine and a half and I said, F it. And I bought nine and a half, kept the laces loose and it, they fit, but that's as low as I've gone is usually about half a size. Yeah. I've only gone. And even then it's only... I'm not going to be uncomfortable. If, I, if they're not in my size, I'm probably not going to buy them. But if it's, like I said, if the toe box is leather, I'll buy a half size smaller just to prevent the creasing. You see me, I I got fat feet, so. <laughs> Wait, what size are you? Uh, these are an 11. So you're an 11? Yeah. Oh, that's right. I had you trying. I had a pair of uh, uh, Nike Roshis I was getting rid of. Wait, your big ass is only 11? Fuck you, cue ball. <laughs> oh, man, those poor shoes. Shut up, dick. God. See, finally, Jim and I have something on you. We have the same size feet. Yeah, but see, here's the thing. This is the only time he's ever going to roast me. Ah, it's okay. I'm, I'm, I'm soaking it up right now. T- take it in. Big ass feet, dude. Why are you sweating? Because uh, I've been running around all day. But... <laughs> I forgot what was an ass. But yes, my big ass only wears this size 11. 
Jesus Christ. <laughs> I think my brother is, uh, my older brother is a size 12. Really? Yeah. I hate people. Dude, I actually think my feet got smaller because I used to wear a 12 in certain sizes and then I went down to an 11 and... I think that happens because that happened to me too. Yeah, because like I, in certain shoes, I can actually wear like a 10 and a half. Are you sure you're not a ten and a half? You're just like wearing big shoes. No, dude, these fit perfect. These are size eleven. Hmm. So. Well, I've noticed that, like, when I bought in other shoes, um, I've definitely noticed, like, when I get like my Vans up to like my Nikes, like, there's a big difference. When I get Vans, I have to go ten and a half, almost eleven, because they're yeah. so small. But Nikes, I have to run tens, or if I get ten and a half, they're too big on me. Well, and see, sometimes, and see, I was almost scared to take the Nikes that my coach was giving away. Because Nikes sometimes run, like, narrow. They're not as wide as other shoes. Mm -hmm. But when I put those on, they fit like a fucking Well, that really depends on on the model. Yeah. Like, uh, like Cortez's, they get narrow. Uh, hold on. Let me just go into my room real quick. Let me take a look here. (laughs) Jordan 1s are basically straight down the line. Uh, Air Force's, same thing. Air Maxes come, they get narrow. Uh, let's see, Jordan 11s, eh, kind of in between. But yeah, I, I was pretty much, that. like, nine times out of ten, I'll wear either my Filas or my, my Chucks. Yeah, I've noticed Chucks, I've, uh, I don't have a whole lot of experience with Chucks, but I, I've bought one pair and I still have them to this day. And they're just yeah, same here. I, I, <laughs> Black I, and white chucks. I be, it's not that I want to like fuck with chucks. I like them, but man, I will admit though, out of every shoe I've owned, I literally they have retained their like shape, their grip, the gel on the well, side. Yeah, everything, they're they're canvas. Like just so well. Like I wear them and I'll beat them up when I'm on stage and stuff like that. And they they're super durable. Yeah. Like, yeah, chucks. Well, you know, it, it's. Nick's right though it's definitely the material I mean it being canvas the leather's not gonna stretch yeah like right now I'm working on his kid's shoes and I'm trying to get them back to their original form I actually have like one of the chemicals is like a leather stretcher basically so I jam packed basically paper into the whole shoe and sprayed it down just so I could try to stretch his leather and get it back to normal oh I didn't know you could do that there's a lot of stuff there. When it comes to customizing sneakers, there's a lot of shit you can do. It's just, it's time consuming. Oh, it really yeah. is. Which is why I never took it, like, serious as far as people, like, doing them for other people. Which is why he's playing um, Breaking Bad. <laughs> people are just cheap, man. People don't realize, like, how much hours actually goes into sneakers. Like, these things, this one pair, I won't be done for, like, two weeks. Oh, wow. And that's right. me putting in... You know, an hour, hour and a half a day. Yeah, but I mean, restoration, though, in general, for almost anything, takes time. And you're literally bringing it back to its original size. I know you could do that with shoes. The coolest trick I've ever seen is uh, I saw online, if you use nail polish remover, you can get uh, stains and, like, dirt and clean the white soles of your shoe to almost back to, like, bright white. That depends on a shoe. That depends on what the midsole is made out of. I'm using acetone right now to rip the paint off of whatever this fucking last asshole did to these fucking sneakers. I'm using 100% acetone. I use the amount that I should have been able to strip three pairs of sneakers on one on one sneaker here, and I still can't get it, get it all off. How'd you meet this guy to, to get this little sneaker uh, side project you got going on? 
Huh? How did this guy find you to get a sneaker custom from you? Oh, I, I, I trained with the kid. I trained oh, with the okay. whole family. Uh, the, the whole family's boxers. Like, this kid is definitely hands down going to be a future champion. His younger brother, both of them, both younger brothers are going to be future champions. Their father is one of the, uh, he's one of the alternates for the Olympic um, boxing team for the, as far as coaches. Damn. Pretty, the whole family. Uh, their cousin is uh, Shakur Stevenson, if you watch boxing. Uh, a little bit, but I heard the other though. Last week. Yeah, yeah, Dude, that kid's of mine. He's from right here in Newark. And that's actually their cousin. The whole family is just fucking boxing. Hey, speaking of boxing, what'd you so, think of that Pacquiao fight? Um, Pacquiao won that shit, hands down. That was fucking simple. <laughs> Super simple. I love the, uh, I love the um, uh, bomber who he was fighting. I love his shit talking. His, uh, he's childish. He's Super definitely childish. childish. For him to sit there and think that he won the fight, though, he won maybe one round. He won, actually, no, he won a tenth round. The fourth round could have went either way. The rest of the round, hands down, belonged to Pacquiao. When Pacquiao hit him with that fucking left and sent him across the fucking ring. He's, I don't know. Yeah, like I, a bro, a broner, <laughs> just a shit talker. He, he did it for the money with fucking Mayweather. I mean, Mayweather's his promoter, uh, but even then, like, those two don't even get along. They've fucking had it out publicly. Oh, yeah. So many times. Did I tell you I saw Mayweather in Vegas? Or my dad did? <laughs> did you? So, when we, so we went to Vegas in uh, July for my brother's wedding, and as we were pulling in, uh, they have a giant billboard. You know, this is like, a, uh, I think like a month or two after the after <clears throat> him and Connor. And so oh, okay. they have a giant billboard in Vegas that says 15-0, and it says Team Money. And my dad, uh, my dad went off t- to go to the Fashion Valley, our fashion show mall in Vegas. And uh, he came back oh, and, he go- and he's like, yeah, I guess who I saw. And I'm like, who? He goes, I saw Floyd Mayweather. He was with his crew. And uh, he saw him just chilling in the mall. Yeah, dude, dude. Well, he lives out there. He also has his strip club out there and everything else. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, like, <laughs> like Chuck Liddell used to live back in my hometown and uh, that was like a thing in high school was that everyone had a picture with Chuck Liddell. Johnny Halkelman, uh, <laughs> senior, I was at Starbucks. I don't think I ever told you this. I was at Starbucks, and I used to have a German Shepherd. And he came out, and I was like, oh my, and like, I'm like, holy shit. I'm like, I know you, or I know of you. And he like complimented my dog. His son, uh, uh, Johnny, would train in Grover Beach, and I used to see him running up and down Grand Street. And all this stuff, mm-hmm. and uh, his gym was like a couple blocks away from. He lived a couple blocks away from my old apartment. No shit. I can't remember if I ever told you that or not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, because, nah, because Chuck Liddell used to uh, be a bouncer at the library in San Luis Obispo, and I started doing comedy in San Luis Obispo. So, like, if you go hang out in Grover Beach and talk to a lot of locals that've been there for a long time, a lot of like old timers, um, yeah, yeah, Chuck goes there well, all I the know time. He was a bouncer back then. Yeah, he was bouncer doing bare knuckle fights for money in the back uh, before he started training with uh, um, with uh, with John and and all that stuff. And then uh, he helps train his son Johnny, and it's kind of cool because you know he can get up there if he wanted to. His dad's got connections, but he's you know wanting to do everything on his own, going through the smaller mm-hmm. organizations and winning his fights and all that stuff. Want to know what I saw on uh, Instagram? What did you see on Instagram? So, you know how the LA Fit Expo just passed, right? Mm-hmm. Guess who was all there? Garbrandt. Uh, Chuck Liddell. Oh, uh, really? Yeah. John Jones. 
uh, fucking a couple of other fighters. Who just met John Jones? I saw someone online just fucking meet John Jones, and I can't remember who it is. Well, he's a Gat spon- Gat Supplements sponsored athlete, so of course he's going to be at the Fed Expos. Yeah, but it's like, but someone I follow on Instagram just took a photo with him. I think it was actually Mark Bell. Yeah, met John met John Bone Jones. Yeah, John Jones is going to be on his next podcast. Oh, that's sick. So I hope he hope he gets into some hard hitting questions. Probably. Like, 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 why do you always drop dirty? <laughs> yeah, would you? Did you watch him fight in LA? Uh, against uh, what's his name? Um, fight? I don't know his name either. I don't remember. <laughs> I just know that uh, I didn't watch. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that was for the oh, second fight. Uh, I don't know why I forgot that. Um, yeah, I did not watch um, the fight. I, I think that was pretty embarrassing for Gustafsson. Um. However, I mean, you guys know, we've talked about it in the past. Like, I know juice. I know juice. Yeah. I know fucking steroids. For him to still show up with a metabolite in his system is fucking bullshit. Yeah, 100%. And that's why he... It doesn't stick, especially that steroid, with a half-life of two weeks. Does not stay in your system for that many years. It's not gonna. It's not. It's fucking impossible. He hands down juice that neither did what they used to call, which I highly doubt he did this, but it's called an oil change. Um, where if you know you're going to get a piss test. Mm-hmm. Now, this is old school. What I'm about to tell you guys is complete. I'm talking like mid-90s. Is what NFL players used to do. Yeah. They call it an oil change. And what it is, is right before they're about to take a piss test, if they know they're going to take a piss test, if they have their heads up, they'll see someone, hopefully they're smart enough and use somebody with some type of medical background, and they'll stick a, uh, shit, what's that thing called? Catheter? The catheter, yep. They'll stick that up, drain all the urine out of your system, and then fl- and push back clean piss back into you oh that way when your next piss it's gonna come up clean i've never heard of that before that's like mid 90s shit that's old old that's... school God, um man. actually you want to know what made that famous was all right, right nick you played fucking football you had to have watched a movie either one of you remember the movie the program i i i honestly can't say i do no, I've never heard of it. The program? It's one of the greatest football movies you'll ever watch. Is it better Both than radio? Both of you guys need to fucking watch it this week. Is it better than radio? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> fuck that movie. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I'm just saying. It's hardcore what mid-90s college football players basically used to fucking do. Oh, I got it. There were scenes that. in that movie, like all the partying, everything, rapes, you name it, everything's in this fucking movie. What? Is it like with actors, yeah. or is it like a documentary kind of style? No, it's actors. It's actors. No, it's, oh, it's, okay. I, well, Jesus, I, 1993. Dude, I was born in 92. You actually think I would have seen it? Well, when you get older. If you played football, you fucking watch that movie. I. That was it. Well, my coach sucked, so I probably never watched it. <laughs> Blame it on the if coach. You played football, hands on, dude. It's one of the best. Hell football yeah, I'll blame it on the coach. My coach was it. I put dick. it right up there with Rudy. Okay. James James Can's in it. Okay. Nice. Dude, Halle Berry was in it. Really? Yeah. Yep. Omar Epps, Omar Halle Epps, Berry, yep. James Con. All right. Well. Um, 
There's a lot of people in it, actually. You, wow. There's a lot more, like, smaller actors that you're going to notice and be like, oh, I know what movie that guy's from. Yeah. Like that. Huh. Yeah, I've never heard of that. No one, out of everyone I've known who's playing football, no one has ever brought up that movie to me. I've never even heard of it. No. My dad's never brought up that. I forgot how young you guys are also. Yeah, we are on the uh, younger generation. Well, I recognize one actor, uh, Craig Schiffer. Um, he was in Nightbreed. Do you remember that movie? He was Nightbreed? in what? Uh, Nightbreed. 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 Nineteen ninety. So was... you saw a movie from nineteen ninety? Yeah, I've, I've seen a movie. From movie. From this is a horror movie, though. <laughs> Shut up. Oh my god! Yeah, because you've been to so many wars. I said horror. Oh, okay. Never mind. Take that back. Dumbass. Oh, my bad. My bad. My bad. <laughs> Jesus. Um, it's been a long day. <laughs> but dude, I remember having to watch that, but when I used to play football, even back in like fifth grade, shit like that, or not fifth grade, fucking wait, how old was I? What what year did that movie come out? 93. Uh, 93. I was two. 93. So I was nine years old. I was one. 93, I was nine. <laughs> dude, hey, I remember being old. made to watch that movie with other football players when I was like 11 years old. That was, you didn't get sex ed. You got, all right, we're going to show you guys what you need to do in the future. Programming. Basically. Well, no, like back then when I used to play football, it's not like the way these kids fucking play football now. This is fucking atrocious. I can't even enjoy a game. I just can't stop thinking about that. The way, the way I was raised with playing football, right? Now, I didn't get to play sports throughout, like into high school. I could have played Easily fucking four sport athlete varsity anything I wanted if I actually paid attention in school. All oh, grades, yeah, grades are a killer. Yeah, I, I fucking sucked. I was barely ever in school. <laughs> so, but coming up, I remember even like I said, twelve years old playing football, thirteen years old. My coach was not happy with you by the end of the season if you still had paint on your fucking helmet. Yep. You were supposed to right. drive your helmet through the fucking numbers. If you got into a head-on collision, you made sure you hit that motherfucker so hard the paint came off of your helmet. That sounds like my freshman football coach. Now, my, my freshman coach... That's, that's the way I was taught how to play. My freshman coach was actually my dad's coach when he was in high school. And now you got these kids that fucking get, you know, hit by the knees, and they're fucking... It's like over. Yeah. I'm waiting for a high Everything school. Everything is a flag. Every, football is a full contact sport. You have so much fucking padding. Yeah, but <clears throat> but see, I I'm waiting for I'm waiting for schools to change the rules to and oh well instead of tackle we're just gonna do two hand touch. Yeah, or and, flag football. And, and and when they touch you, you fall down real hard. Well, right after I graduated high school, um, I went back two years later to help coach for fun and to get back into shape so i would go and roll around with some of the varsity guys and in the weight room was a giant list of updated rules for wrestling and i'm like what is this bullshit no more pop doubles you can't chop below the knee anymore you couldn't weigh in naked so you have to be you have to have uh, underwear on so my season was like the last season where you like you could do cool shit to people now it's like you can't even chop behind the knee or you get called for it. Dude, we're raising a nation of pussies. Plain and simple. Amen. All my professors are like, all right, remember, we got to keep open-minded and not get upset when someone expresses their opinions. 
I'm like, oh God. Dude, this nation is filled with pussies. <laughs> These people nowadays have no idea what it's going to be like when reality kicks them in the fucking teeth. My little brother came out to me, and uh, I'm like, all right, Tyler, you're going to your sophomore year, bud. You, you know, and he's uh, he's tall, but he's really skinny. So I'm like, dude, I'm like, you'd make a great 103-pounder. Because I think he weighs like 116 right now. I was like, yeah. I look at him like. Oh, yeah, that's easy. I was like, fuck, yeah, dude. I'm like, you'd be a sick 103. You're tall. You're lanky. Like, and he's like, no, I don't think I want to wrestle. And I, and I was like dumbfounded. I was like, what do you mean I want to wrestle? I'm like, you know, play basketball at least? Because he's really into basketball. He's like. No, I think I'm just gonna do volleyball, and I was just like, "What?" Yeah, and I told my dad, oh, "I'm like, I'm like, I'm hey, sorry, I'm sorry to tell you this, bro. Your brother's gonna have a dick on his breath later in life." Oh, I so I when I was back home, he's a big shit talker because he's the youngest out of everyone. My siblings and I are fully grown. He's the one who's he's, yeah. he's about to be 16, so he's talking shit to me, and I finally go over. I say, "Tyler, let me show you something, just in case some kid does this to you in high school, because it will happen in high school." I was like, "I'm gonna show you." What to do when someone tries to choke you out. And I'm going to show you how to choke someone out. Because if someone comes after you, I want you to be ready. And choking someone out is a lot safer on your end than you punching them in the face. Because you won't get in trouble because you can't really prove that you choked them out. So I so I grab him by the neck. I have him do it to me. I, okay, okay, right, Tyler? I'm like, squeeze as hard as you can. And he squeezed. And I'm just like, oh, God, there's no strength in this kid. I can still breathe. <laughs> so you have a put yet? So I grab him. I go, okay, Tyler, I'm going to do it to you now because I need you to know what it feels like. And he's like, okay. And my dad's sitting in the room looking at me. And I can tell my dad is like. Wait, oh. what'd you put him in? I just, we're naked choke. Oh, okay. Not, 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 nothing crazy. Just something yeah. super basic. And uh, I, can, yeah. I look at my dad and my dad looks at me. And I know he's telling me with his eyes, don't hurt him. But my dad is also telling me. Just hold on to him just a little bit longer than you should. Because <laughs> he's a big shit That's when you're supposed to whisper into his ear, this is what dying feels like. That's what I do. Well, I, so I grab him, right? And I go, you ready, Tyler? He goes, yeah. And I just give a little squeeze. I go maybe like 30%. And he starts like coughing like really heavily. And I let him go. And I lean over and he's coughing. And I say, Tyler, remember, bro, I can do that to you whenever I want. Anytime. <laughs> no permission. So how about you shut the fuck up? And leave me alone. And, and after that, he was cool with me for the rest of the time I was back home. Yeah, I'm telling rear naked chokes, if I get better? someone in that, that's my fucking favorite thing to do to people. Oh, that's the best. I love it. It's like a oh, that's, I, I, that's it. I, I was a joker when I said that's what you're supposed to whisper, because that's what I whisper. This is what dying feels like. It lets <laughs> that person know you have control of whether or not they live or die. When I, you know, it's sad to say I choked out a 15 year old, but at the same time, I got so much satisfaction <laughs> to let my brother know because he, he, he always made fun of me. He goes, well, you wrestled and you had to wear a, a spandex singlet. And I was like, Tyler, I'm like, come here. Let me show you something. Let me show you what it, what it was taught to me. Well, that's like uh, when I first started uh, powerlifting, I had friends that were like, oh, you have to wear tights. You have to wear spandex. And I was like, yeah, but can you lift as much as me? No. And my response was, yeah, but can you do what I do? Yeah, I love this. And then, and they just looked at me like, well, well, I was like, exactly. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, I owned up to it. In high school, people were like you had to wear you had to wear tights, and I'm like, do you know? I would go to people and I would be like, you know how good your balls feel in that? You're completely free. It's like you put on a singlet and it's like you're not wearing anything, but you're covered. It's like stretchy and it's super exactly. comfortable. Oh, I loved wearing a well, singlet. Well, on C plus, I have a badass singlet now, so I mean, shit. I when we got the varsity, <laughs> when we got uh my 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 high school year, we had to use the hand me down 
when I was in JV. Oh yeah. I jumped up to varsity uh, at the end of my freshman year. I jumped up to varsity uh, at during freestyle before my sophomore year. Yeah. My coach is like, I'm gonna put you in, in varsity because I need you to improve and I want you and I think you have the potential. I'm gonna push you. And of course, when I jumped to varsity that first year, we got all new singlets, all new warm up gears. We all have matching black like Asus warm up gears. Yeah. New bags fresh headgear and and singlets bro i had the same singlet for the next three years bro only my balls were in there it was nice (laughs) nope all the blood on that singlet was mine because i had really bad acne so i had a lot of blood time in my high school career yeah that's gross but i had oh you wrestled too ralph didn't you yeah i wrestled he wrestled heavyweight. So. I, I, I was I was in heavyweight though. So they just push each other around and. Hey, fuck it. you! I bear hugged. Oh my god. The fat man singles were the hey, funniest. No, no, no. See, I, when? Okay, fuck you for that one. Hey, they. <laughs> I, anyway, at one forty fives, I used that. Step so, on their foot and push him real quick. So no, no, no. So for being a big guy, and the most you could get up to uh, in high school was like two eighty five. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Um, Believe it or not, I was actually – what's up? No, I was coughing. Oh, um, believe it or not, I was actually like 275, 280 all through high school. I believe it. Yeah. Uh, never been that weight it. again. Um, but uh, – fuck, where was I going with this? Oh, yeah. Hey, boys. F- yeah. For being a bigger guy, I was actually pretty quick. Like, I was able to move faster than all the other bigger guys that I went up against because I was actually – I was fat, but I was like a slimmer fat than all the other guys, if that makes sense. Yeah. So, uh, but no, I my go to was um, it was a bear hug, basically go like that, uh, connect or cla- one hand clasp onto your wrist, and that knuckle right there just dig it into the into their spine. Oh yeah. Dig into the back. Yeah. Dig yeah. into the back and force it fall forward. Yeah. You can also do that. You can take your chin and put your chin in the center of their sternum on their chest. And when guys wouldn't let me uh, push them fully down flat on their back, I would dig my chin into their their chest. And it would make them uh, unarch their back because it would hurt so bad. And they would grip my face. And then I would just lean forward and press them down. That and then you can't um, – I just take my forearm and go – we called it in, in, uh, in wrestling, My we called it chainsawing. It's probably something referred to anything else, but if there's someone's on, on you're on top of them and their stomach's on the ground and you need to get them to open up their arms, you just take your your forearm and you just go back and forth above their neck and the back of their head and like and just makes that friction until they yeah. eventually reach up and then you pull out and then you slide underneath for a two on one and then you get top control. Yeah. I can't wait to have a kid so I can take put them in wrestling. <laughs> Jesus Christ, I miss it. Like I almost want to go to like local high school and be like, "Hi, this is gonna sound weird, but can I just roll around for like a little bit?" Just I just, I just miss well, it. Well, that's what's cool actually. I just found this out. So there's a guy I go to the gym with um, every so often. He's a cop, like right in my town, and you could tell he was a wrestler. But then, like, I see him like put on like muscle, but then I see him like all of a sudden looks like he's cutting weight. Now this guy's like my age, maybe a couple years younger than me. And I don't know how it came about. We were talking one day. There's still adult wrestling leagues. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There's tournaments in Vegas. Uh, my coach back in high school used to wrestle. Um, so him, and then he used to, he was like an All-American in his high school, and then he was team captain of his college team. 
And, uh, yeah, he would, over summers, he would go up to Vegas for three days, and him and the coach of a local junior high who was uh, in the trials to be an Olympian um, would go to Vegas, and they would do tournaments. And, like, in their their 30s, mind you, this was, like, 10 years ago. I'm going to one of the, what's it, like March 8th. I'm going to check it out first. There's uh there's still wrestling. I'm kind, of, I'm kind of fucking excited. I'm not gonna lie. Oh yeah, there's uh there's adult wrestling leagues like like tournament like practice where it's like 18 and up, and then uh you go and you just you, it's strictly just wrestling. It's not jujitsu, it's just wrestling. And I actually almost thought about doing that before I did jujitsu because I thought, oh you know I'll just work on my wrestling and stuff like that. You know, go roll around, throw some guys around, get thrown around. You know, just get wrecked up a little bit and then come home. Yeah, because we know how you like to get wrecked up. Yeah, dude. Hey, it's not you. Hey, you laugh, dude. But man, it's like once you do it, like I don't mind getting thrown. I don't. I, I don't care when someone beats me up, bro. Like it's. It's. I don't know. It's a that weird happens. thing. I yeah. My mind is going a complete different direction you're gross, right now. Dude. Yeah. Well, that's why. That's why you're. That's why you lift weights. Probably. Yeah. So, that's why I talk about on stage. Uh, I used to for a sport. I just hand mandled. Hand mandled. Man handling. Thank you. <laughs> I hope you didn't fuck it up like that. No, no, I did it better on stage. I just can't remember how he say it. Oh, he he's back on stage now. Yeah. I I, I see. I see. That's why I think your girlfriend posted a clip or some shit. Oh, uh, my friend, my co- my coworker showed up. She was uh she was out on a balance, so she just popped in when I did a uh, random open mic, and then. Um, I just did random open mics, and I have a show now in February. Uh, one of the hosts invited me to come. And do a quick show, which would be awesome. So yes, I'll be doing shows and stuff like that from here to here when I have time from school and work. Uh, you know, just, uh-huh. just got some work. You know, got some new material. Yeah, I'm sure we're giving you plenty more. Anyway. Oh yeah. Well, that and um, you know, and I'm waiting when we go to the East Coast. I'm gonna do a show out there, and you guys can come watch. Oh, me. I could definitely set you up, dude. <laughs> I could definitely get you onto a fucking stage out here. No, 100%. there's so many comedy clubs here. It's ridiculous. Oh yeah. Go up there and, and <laughs> talk about my talk about my life. See, fucking, I could see Jimmy just heckling the shit out of you. Yeah, but I, nah, I, I nah, that's the one thing I would never ever do. Look at that. I'd never do that at a comedy club because I feel I don't feel bad for the people when they get ripped on back by a comedian. Right. <clears throat> like you, you fucking deserve it at that point. Yeah. If you open up your mouth to a guy that's basically a professional at shit talking, like that's a fucking sport at that point <laughs> yeah pretty much that's like going to like you're it's like, gonna get ripped apart yeah and some of these people when they open their mouths they fucking hands down deserve it it's always, i've been to comedy clubs um i went to i'll never forget this he shut this girl up with one line bro uh who was it he's also an actor godfrey not gilbert godfrey the, um the black guy godfrey yeah, yeah yeah i know oh my god godfrey's Oh, yeah, his he has a special on a Showtime. He's so funny. He has like he an African accent and everything. Oh, he's guy. so good. He's not a small. He's not a small guy. Oh, he's he's huge. He work. He lifts yeah. and works out constantly. Yeah, yeah. So th- and this was years ago. So he was he was there. There was a lot of people. Jim Norton, Louis C.K. It was like all these random people just showed up to try out new material. So it was like an awesome night to be at this comedy club. What club was it? Um, comedy Cellar. It's in, it's, in, uh, it's in New York City. Oh, I know the Comedy Cellar. That's like literally, you can literally go there. You see Chris Rock, Louis C.K. Yeah, I saw Dave Chappelle, fucking everybody. So, 
Well, Jim Norton, like, that was the first night that I met him. Like, I've been a fan of his, watching him on TV and shit. I love, He's hands down my favorite comedian. Love Jim Norton. I love his whole, yeah. like, all his little uh, short, like, setups that he makes for, like, before his stand-up specials are just freaking yeah. hilarious. Like, when he's with, like, Chan, when he's with, like, hermaphrodites and all that stuff. Oh, the yeah. Fuck? It's fucking great. You never seen Jim Norton do that? No. Jim Norton is, like, notoriously known for being dirty and talking about, like, the fact that he likes edging and all this shit. And it's really uncomfortable, but it's so funny, though. Yeah. Like, you, you can't help yourself but laugh. Yeah. You never... Oh, do yourself a favor. Look up Jim Norton. I don't know if I want to. In fact, to. if you want to see... If you want to see a great special... I think it was his first real HBO special. It was called Monster Rain. Yeah, I've seen that. I've Watch seen that one. That. Start from that and then work your way up. <laughs> okay, we'll Baby do. steps. Baby steps. Baby steps. Okay. Even that, I mean, even that one, just the way he opens that one up is fucking, you got to remember, it's like years ago that that special was on. So like some of the shit he's talking about was like more relative then than it is now. Well, yeah, I would assume but so. But it also, it, it's still, it's still relevant. Yeah. Like, uh, like Chris Rock's, my favorite Chris Rock joke is, uh, I've never hit a woman, but I sure shake the shit out of one. <laughs> yeah. Can't say that now. But I can't Norton go on Jim Norton no. crosses so no. many fucking lines and boundaries. It's it's fucking awesome. Oh, it's the best. That's like that's like like when when common when you can literally say anything you want on on stage and no one got upset about it. <laughs> exactly. Like so, there's one girl. So we're at the comedy cellar, and Godfrey was like the last act. He was actually on the bill to be performing. Jim Norton, Louis C.K., all of them, they weren't on there. They just happened to show up. Damn. And um, so Godfrey's on stage, and this girl said something fucking stupid to him. Like I said, he's a big fucking guy. All he does is lift his shoe up and put it on a stool. Biggest fucking pair of Tims I've ever fucking seen. <laughs> and he goes, you know, I got my twat kicking boots on. <laughs> and the girl just got fucking quiet. I was like, it was like, that was the only time I've ever been somewhere, but it was a heckler. And I've been on hundreds of shows. I enjoy going to comedy shows. Oh, I, I <clears throat> you're very, very fortunate to go to shows with that much hecklers. And you know, it, it honestly doesn't happen as much as you think it did. When I did this last open mic, there was one girl who got a little too drunk on the corner and one oh guy. That's who, usually what it is. It's drunk girls. It's That's always usually what it is. It's always drunk girls. Like when I go, when I do the comedy store in La Jolla in San Diego. Always some girl getting thrown out because she's on her third bottle of wine or some shit like that. But this guy, and it, you know what? I secretly deep down inside, I if I don't like you as a comedian because you're a dick or you, you're you know you, yeah. get, you get guys on there who are like I can't be friends with other comedians because it's you know it's a business and all this stuff. You get you get pricks like that. I'm not like that. <laughs> I'm the I go up to you. Hey, nice set. Did I hear it? No, but I still say it because I'm trying to be professional. <laughs> You know, or even guys who did okay, I still go up and go, "Hey, man, that was I love that one bit about that one thing, the one bit they got a little bit of laugh on." I always let them know I liked it because I like try to be, you yeah. know, courteous. But this guy, I no matter what, I'm like, "Hey, what's up, dude?" And he always kind of rolls his eyes and goes, "Hey," and walks away. He's always a prick. Who was it? Uh, I'll tell you. I, I told you, he's the one with the mustache and the hat. The one that. Oh. So he that goes. Fucking guy. Yeah. So he goes up and he starts getting heckled by this girl really bad, and the whole crowd turns on him. And the whole crowd's like. You know, kind of, kind of like talking shit about the girl, but it's also like, hey man, you should probably get back to your set if you want to make us laugh. 
And mind you, it's only five minutes, which that is plenty of time to lose the crowd and still gain them back. It's when you do three-minute sets is when once you lose them, you're done. Get off stage. Yeah. But, yeah, because I've got enough time to regroup. Yeah, no. Trust me. There's times where you do a joke and no one laughs. It literally, you all of a sudden, everything else you've written is gone. You're like, oh, I don't remember what I'm doing. So you got to take a second to just breathe and... A lot of comics, when they're working on new material, will have their phone out and they just scroll through the phone. Or like Chris, like Chris Rock, hasn't brings a notebook. So does Louis C.K. They all handwrite their shit. Yeah. Yeah, like that. Actually, that same night, I fucking just right before Louis C.K. did a special. So he was trying out the jokes, and then I saw the special. I was like, I heard all the shit. Oh yeah, you hear it like like when he talks about somebody yelled at him driving, told him suck a bag of dicks. Oh yeah, and he goes, so do I need to suck one individually or? Yeah, that whole bit, like, I heard that when he first came up with it. And, like, he tried it out at the comedy cell. Like, now I go to all the, like, like Jim Norton specials and shit, I make sure I go. I go to fucking full venues. You know who was really funny? And, uh, so I went and saw Brent, you know who Brendan Schaub is, right? Yeah. So Brendan Schaub. I've trained with him a couple of times. He came out to Jersey. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> So he, uh, so, you know, he got rocked by Travis Brown. That night, him yeah. and Brian Callen were on the fire and the kid and all that shit. So they helped him get out of fighting and go into podcasting and stand-up comedy. Well, he's in the podcast before that. So he just filmed yeah. his first special for a Showtime in San Diego. I got off work early, so I bought a ticket. I ran down there. I saw Brian Callen. I saw Joe Rogan go on stage. And I saw Brendan Schaub. And you know what? I saw him a year and a half ago, and he was funny. But I'm like, ah, oh, he needs to work. And I see him a year and a half later, and he literally crushed his special. No shit super funny and uh and so i thought that was really cool because his last joke his closing bit he talks about when he got rocked by travis brown and the whole feeling behind it and the you know and opened up the curtain for everyone about the you know the hardship of being a loser as a ufc fighter like you see what happens to yeah. the winners but you never hear what happened to the losers and he talks about what happens when he when he lost he went from being on top of the world to literally people being like ew you lost and like no one respecting him shit yeah. really you as good as your last fight, bro. Oh, yeah. His whole story was, was, was crazy. He says you go in the locker room and no one's there celebrating. Everyone's there, like, just, it's cold, it's dark. All just like, oh, bro, why are you in here? Yeah, one woman was like, can I take a photo nobody with you? Knows what, to say. what was that? I've been in that locker room. It's quiet because nobody knows what to say. Yeah, it's, it's. <clears throat> like, depending on your coaches, like, there's been times, like, where if I cornered a fight, and the person lost. There's even times where a person won, and I fucking criticize the shit. Everybody's fucking all happy, and I'm like, yo, what the fuck? Yeah, like, how are you throwing your left like that? You're looping it too much. It should have been a straight. Like, I criticize shit whether you win or lose. But there's been times where it wasn't that person's fault, like, where the judges were just fucking terrible, or the ref was terrible. And it's just quiet. That's all it is, is quiet. Nobody's talking. Nobody's saying a word. You're sitting, literally, it feels like you're sitting alone, but you're not alone. You still have fucking five other people behind you. But just nobody's saying a fucking word. Yeah. That's the worst feeling. I've done that. I've, I mean, never in the locker room, but uh, I've definitely lost big matches, and then you just sit there just fucking hating your life, being like, God damn it. Yeah. I suck at this sport. Why do I do this? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, I've... it happened with me even in, like, jujitsu matches. Like, however the fuck I lost. And I'm like, I just kind of sit there and I'm like, how the fuck did this really happen? <laughs> it fucking sucks. Losing just sucks. Period. You know, everybody loves winning. Fucking losing sucks. 
Yeah, losing is where you but become the real man. We, I mean, you look at our generation compared to what the fuck, like, even your generation, like, my generation's, you know, we're less than 10 years apart, right? You guys are, like, 26 now? Yeah, I just turned 27. I'll be turning 28 this year. All right, yeah, so even seven years, I'm about to be, I'll be 35 on Saturday. So, even a seven-year difference between us, like, there's a big generation gap. Oh, yeah, even and if you're an even bigger one with yours between your generation to, like, these 21-year-olds now. Oh, my God, I know. I work with a bunch of them. It's fucking terrible. Oh, they That's just why, like, get... earlier I said we're raising a nation of pussies, these eight eighth-place trophies and shit. No, fuck, the kids need to learn how to lose. <laughs> Participation trophy. Hey, man, yeah. thanks for showing up. Here's a, here's a medal. Yeah, exactly. It's like... I'll tell you right now, if my kid ever came home with a fucking participation trophy or a fucking eighth place, even fourth place, I don't give a shit what it is, anything less than third place, comes home with that and going right in the fucking garbage. Who was it? Um, James Harrison did that. He he His kids got uh, participation the trophies. Football player. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. he posted about it saying, like, what the F are these? You know, these this isn't what I was raised. You know, this is what made me the athlete I am today is competition and competition is being taken out of. And people got really angry. People were like, how can you say that about the kids are just trying to have fun? And he goes, no, nah, fuck that. He goes, if my kids want to do a sport, they're going to learn what sportship means, which if they can't take the L, then we have a bigger problem. But before that, you know, they have to earn their trophies. You don't just get a trophy. Which yeah. I, that was and a big no, thing, I, too. I 1,000% agree with that. There's no sportsmanship anymore. There's no, yeah. hey, tough it up, Jimmy. No. We'll come back next time and try harder. There's no goals because it's, oh, don't worry. You'll get a trophy no matter what. Yeah. That's fucking horrible. Ugh. That's why, like, Seriously. Like, my... I very... would rather make my fucking kid cry by throwing out his fucking trophy instead of him being proud that he got fucking something for just walking on the, uh, a fucking field or whatever it is. Completely agree. Don't well, be that... proud. You're supposed to walk onto the field. But you're supposed to earn what the fuck you're coming home with. Well, and see, that's just like... You need like, to earn uh, that W. You need that win. That's just like... I'll, uh, man, like, I'll, like in... right, I'll blow that fucking thing over the shotgun. I swear to fucking God. <laughs> well, that's just like uh, in fucking powerlifting. Um, like, there's been so many times... Well, not so many times for me, but like my very first competition, um, I was supposed to go up... And it was a super heavyweight meet. Uh, I was supposed to go up against like two or three other guys. And I didn't find out until later that it was just me. So it's like, yeah. uh, dude, that happens in jujitsu all the time too, believe it or not. Yeah. And it's just like, what the fuck? Like, cool. I got a gold medal, but did I really like earn it or, you know, it's, it's, it's like one of those things. And yeah, I just want to go. And it's like, um, that's why I'm hoping, I'm hope, I'm praying right now that in September when I compete, um, there's at least like one or two other guys that I'm going up against, you know, just so I can actually yeah. have that, you know, that competitive edge. Like, and I know powerlifting is like a singular sport, but I'm... No, that. Everything is a team sport, thing. I totally believe everything is a team sport. Well, yeah. While while you're while, while you're while you're training, team. yeah, it's definitely a team sport. But while you're competing, like it's just you out there. So it's oh, like yeah. so it's like and it pretty much just like wrestling. Like while you're practicing yeah. and training, that's that's a team right there. But when you're on the mat or on the platform, it's, it's just yeah, you. Yeah, you by yourself. That's it. Yeah. So it's like. Um, 
that's why I'm really hoping is in September I have at least like one or two other guys that I can go up against and hopefully uh, honestly if they're good because some meets they won't send out the roster until the week of the competition. I'm hoping that the this meet director sends out the roster at least like two weeks in advance just so I can look them up and be like, all right, I have a pretty good chance of beating them. I'm definitely not beating them. But either way, it's like I'm still going to go out there and show up and show out. Yeah. So Perform like, your best. It's what you're supposed to do. It's, that's the part about being an athlete. Yeah. But yeah, I, I thought it was kind of funny when I sent you uh, – <laughs> my gym numbers and my uh, my competition numbers. Yeah, <laughs> and you're like, what the fuck is that? It's a fucking joke. <laughs> uh, yeah, I. Well, and see, I just retested all my maxes, so that's why I'm at a 560 squat, 650, 655 deadlift, and a 425 bench. So I mean, those are like the new numbers, so that way when I'm training, I can do my percentages based off those numbers. So basically going into my next comp, basically, basically my next comp is going to be way better. Gotcha. So, I fucking hope so. Your practice numbers are better than your comp numbers. Shut up. <laughs> Dick. Hey man, I still, I still Google to this day when I work out with Nick and I do my bench and then Nick's like, all right, throw he's, like three. Points. Okay. No, no time no, out. No, no, no. no, no. no. You sit there and be pretty. No, no. I, he's I, afraid to train no, with me again, Jimmy. No, he's, no, he's scared. No, no, that's not he's it. He's scared. I'm not scared. He's scared. I'm not scared. The reason why I don't he's train scared. with, the two big reasons why I don't train with Nick is often. One, he trains at night. I have to work and go to school at night because I'm paying for Really? School. Do I train at night on the weekends? I work on the weekends. At what time normally? Uh, like four o'clock. Yeah, yeah. We, we can go in the morning. Okay, Michael. Here, here, okay, then here's the second thing. <laughs> when Nick goes to the gym, <laughs> Nick's on the gym for hour, two hours. He's in there for about three, four. When last time I worked with Jim, uh, Jim, when I last time I worked out with Nick at his gym, we were about pushing about two and a half hours. And I was like, all right, like, what else do we have left to do? And he goes, well, I'm starting to do these workouts. But and it was already like 8 o'clock. We were there for literally almost three hours before I was like, I got to I gotta go. Like, I got to get up and go, you know, get up and go to work in the morning. So those are the two things. Also, he's in a whole nother level bracket. And what he's referring to is one of my coworkers invited me to go work out with her. And so I went and worked no, out with her. No, time out, time out. With her. No, okay. No, with time out. Her. Time out again. She is no, no, no. Don't you dare emphasize on the her, you dick. Ashley's a. Okay, I'm, I'm trying to think how to say this. I'm gonna say Ashley's gay, so she's more like the man in the relationship. She's more like a dude than a girl. So she's not doing little like girl workouts. She's doing like decent workouts for a female. No, no, not for a female. <laughs> Anyways, I went out and worked out with her, and next Nick and Nick is not letting it go. I'm not, cause he's gone. How many times have you gone to the gym with her? Once. Lies. Once. I swear to God. Really? I promise you, I've only been to EOS once. Bullshit. I swear to God. Uh huh. I swear you can ask Joel. Joel hasn't seen me there. Huh. I guarantee. Either I, way, he's scared. I'm not scared. I still have time. So, Mike, what's your bench up to now? <laughs> Yes. Um, man, I'm 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 benching a good humble like 
195. Bullshit. Swear. That's what we did. That was my video uh, or it didn't happen. You have the video. 195? You have the video. I don't. Where? We capped at 195. Then we jumped to 205. And 205 is when I hit that mental break. Oh, and I that's, couldn't right. Go, that's, that's right. That's right. That's fucking right. Yeah. Question 195. My 195. It's a modest. When was the last time you did? So that was the last time you did 195. Yeah. And I put up like 170 in the gym. Like easy now. For how many? I usually do about one or two reps <laughs> for 170. But hey, dick. I get. Oh, God. Just, oh, I love how we roasted me for like a split second. And hey, now it's going back to I you. thought. I'm not going to lie. I thought we had you. I'm literally thinking, cool. We're going to start wrapping up. We're going to do this. I didn't get roasted. This is a good podcast. This is awesome. Nope. Sorry, bud. <laughs> Just when I thought I got out of there, Scott. Sorry, bud. <laughs> got out of there, Scott. Free. Oh man, it's not a good I mean, podcast my, unless my, you get roasted. My book's still on, uh, you know, Saber. Fucking uh, taking you out. So, well, that's Number when I'll have to. That's when. That's when. That's when the juice is gonna come in. Oh my god! Right there on the. Yeah. Uh huh. No, she's she's finally starting to get back into it pretty consistently now. How's she doing? How's her leg? Uh, it it bugs her every once in a while. Like whenever she de- not so much when she deadlifts or well, obviously not when she benches, but whenever she goes to squat, she's always a little nervous. But she did get a ten, mm-hmm. uh, five pound PR on her squat not too long ago, so she's sitting at like a a two fifty squat right now and she's been working a lot of uh sumo uh sumo pulls um yeah. just to kind of give her lower back a break so she's using a lot more hips and quads when she pulls uh so and she's actually doing really well on that she's doing like i think she just pulled uh 230 uh sumo nice. so she's and i i can't wait for her to go back over to de- uh to deadlift to conventional because all that sumo sumo work is gonna carry over ridiculously. So, and oh, yeah. um, her bench, we're still working on her bench and everything like that. Like it's little tweaks here and there that, but her setup is so much better. Like her arch is better than mine. Mm-hmm. So it's like fucking hell. And um, but no, she basically her and I made an agreement. Like once she gets to a nine hundred pound total in the gym. Uh, that's when okay. that's when we're gonna start looking for a meet for her. Oh, nice! So, <laughs> do you just say aw? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, Jimmy. Jimmy seems like this hard guy, but he has a soft side. Now. Yeah, we I know. found out earlier on that he fucking loves Girl Scout cookies. Well, yeah, I mean, Girl, Girl Scout cookies are a fucking life. They are life for sure. So, well, Mister Jimmy, what do you have to uh, plug in for the uh, for the audience for all the the hardcore PC followers? All right, well, let's see. I was talking to Nick about it the other day. We got some uh, new stuff. Actually, the the reflex balls um, for boxing. Mm-hmm. Those actually just arrived yesterday, so I'll be putting them up on the site. Oh, nice! Those are sick. Those are the ones that you like attach, right? And you you hit them as you go. I've never used those. I we did the uh, we used to use the ones that we'd hang from the ceiling and hit those. Well, you'll be getting one in your package. So oh, sweet. <laughs> I can just honestly, I can only picture Michael doing that one time. It coming back to hit him in the face and be like, "I'm done with well, this." Well, you know what's funny is that's what I when I changed it, right? So I did the the very first one that was available on the site was the one with the tennis ball attached to it. 
and typically that's what everybody uses. Right. Uh, there's something about the weight to the tennis ball and the way it bounces off your hands when you hit it. Oh, I got in a phone call because somebody, I don't know what the fuck they were thinking or how they thought they were supposed to hit it. Either way, somebody fucking cracked themselves in the eye with the <laughs> tennis ball. They, they hit the ball. I mean, the thing is attached to an elastic band on your fucking head. Where where do you think the ball is going to come back to? Yeah, I don't... <laughs> Well, the fact so, is, you probably oh man, if I can find a fucking picture, dude, and it was a cop that did it, no less. Oh my god! It was a cop. It was a cop that did it. Oh, yeah, that's and hilarious. the guy's brother actually sent me a picture. He gave himself a full fledged black fucking eye. That's awesome. <laughs> he probably, you so know, these are a little bit different. <laughs> he, he probably striked it probably too hard. He, oh, dude, he had to punch the shit out of it. Yeah, where it's like slight jab, boom, boom. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah. You know what? So I these, can't wait to get it, and I can't wait for you to watch me just fucking go to work on it. Boom, 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 boom. And then I'm going to start So these are it. a little bit different. The ball, the ball's softer. It's almost like a... Uh, almost like a stress ball? Yes. Perfect example. I was just thinking the same thing. Almost like a stress ball. Hmm. Nice. That seems And I actually like the way it's attached to the, to the headband better, actually. Yeah. So there's like this full metal clip to it, everything. It's actually... It's really cool that... Now that these things came in, I tried started working on uh, one of them last night just to just to see if, how I would like it. Period. Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, cause I still then, use uh, cause I use the uh, the grip exerciser all the time. I stretch my grip out. It helps with my hands. Oh yeah, I fucking love those things. Then uh, what else we got coming in? Uh, half the order arrives, so I'll be putting up up on the site. So I'll be sending a pair to Nick of the uh, cowhide palm protectors these things are actually pretty cool so i'm pretty sure i gotta give nick probably an extra large more than likely uh, what are those for though are those like crossfit things what are they those things are actually pretty cool um so it's just basically when you're dealing with heavy weight it's just protecting your palms from the from like the metal bars fucking digging into the skin Oh, okay. Think of it like gloves, but a little bit different because it actually adds grip to to you. So, so like almost... it's not for it's not going to it's not going to have the same uh, effect like the way wrist straps are because they attach to your wrists. Right, right. So almost like um, uh, almost like Versa grips. Ba- yeah, almost like that. Okay. But I mean, the leather on it. I mean, everything. Okay. I'm looking at a pair right now that I'm going to be well, putting Well, and actually, honestly, it, but believe it or not, probably won't need an extra large because my hands really aren't. For my size, I have small hands. So probably just a oh, large. Okay. All right. I'm sure there's a pair here somewhere. I'm just going to go through them all. <laughs> uh, let's see. What else? Uh, i got to still put them up on the site. The seamstress isn't done with the uh, leather patches, but i got a whole new, I don't know how many new colors, actually, for the leather label leather patch uh, beanies nice uh, dude, there's so many colors now there's like blue there's khaki there's uh navy blue there's red there's uh like a burgundy i got so many new fucking colors coming out <laughs> when are those, those when are those sleeves coming out though that's what i want to know those i will be placing the order for those at the end of next month because i've ordered i put a lot into all this other new stuff first. Gotcha. The sleeves will definitely be ordered 
by the end of next month. Uh, I've actually already been in touch with my manufacturer. He actually just sent me the prototypes for boxing gloves. Um, he sent me the wrong size, so I can't test them out. He sent me tens. I use sixteens. Jesus. So I actually gave a pair to a couple amateur boxers that are on a smaller side, and they are actually testing those out first. I mean, I like the way they're made. They're, actually, they're really comfortable. Uh, there's a lot of wrist support to them, which is what I was really aiming for. Right. So once I get the feedback from the two boxers, um, we'll probably put those right into production. Uh, I got some other hats coming out. Uh, I actually went over one with Nick the other day. Uh, gonna ride this Trump train a little bit and do the uh, make the gym group again hats. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I, hey, what else? I'm definitely gonna wear that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Like I'm talking with you the other day. You're might like, as well. What's surprise? Like, what are you working on? Like, I'm always working on something. That's the thing. There's not a day goes by that I'm not working on something different. I always got something cooking. That's very true. That's very true. Even if I come up with a prototype, I send it out to you. Even if I don't like it and I don't end up using it, at least I'm still giving you free stuff to try out. <laughs> hey, experimenting <laughs> so. is the best way to figure out what you know, what products are going to work. Exactly. exactly. Like I, I can't go by off of what I say. I need, I'm not buying this stuff for myself. I need other people's opinions. <laughs> So, He's, um, he, Michael's already practicing his little shadow boxing for the headband thing. Oh, yeah. I'm starting to warm up a little bit. So I'm looking at his shoulders a little bit. <laughs> Dude, if he ends up with a black eye, you better film it. Send oh, me a fuck yeah. Of black eye. Like, this thing's going to be impossible to do it to. Hey, if this thing, if I get a black eye from this thing, you just know, shit, he's working hard. He's <laughs> striking hard. Dude, if it's the consistency of a stress ball and you get a black eye, you have issues. Well, my reflexes are too good. If it came, I dodge oh, really fast. Turn the head to the left, Bob. Then you know, like switch it with a switch it with a tennis ball. Then tell us how it is. <laughs> oh, that'll be the next. That'll be the next upgrade. Once I get the rhythm down again, I take the rust off. Then we'll move to tennis ball. Then we'll move to medicine ball. And then we'll move to Whoa. real fists. What the fuck? <laughs> I'm just kidding. We'll probably stop at tennis ball. <laughs> Let's be real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or no, it'll, it'll oh, turn man. into a jackass episode. Like, here, let me just stretch this out oh, and my just God. release it. This is what not to do with these things, boys and girls. <laughs> yeah, we'll do a do's and don'ts video with it. Oh, my God. We'll have to add it to the list of the videos we want to do. <laughs> oh, man. All right, Jimmy, my, my dude, thanks right, for coming boys. on again. We appreciate it. Not a problem. Anytime you guys want. I know. I heard you're going to make heard... sure Nick comes up with an actual schedule. Hey, shut up. This isn't all my fault. I, I, I got to take some blame for that. I got school and everything, so my schedule is a little wonky too. So I've, uh, I, I know about the whole scheduling thing. But yes, I will stay on top of them about <laughs> scheduling. Nick, Nicholas, screw the both of you. Get on top of scheduling. Come on, man. Shut up. God. You know, I can't hit Jimmy. He's on the other side of the country. I can hit you. Oh, I can run. Actually, you know what? Nick runs pretty fast. <laughs> What's that? Said he's okay. If he was over here, he's... <laughs> he I he... would try. All right, <laughs> I would try. We have to go to the East Coast now because I want to see Jesus. you go up against Jimmy. No, because I like the way my face looks. Yeah. Well, I mean, I want, I want to see also like like 
I want to see. I want to see some of your wrestling. Your some of your jujitsu. No, still, I like the way my face and my body looks. Yeah, so. Alrighty. Well, hey, have fun this weekend. Who are you going out of town? Yeah, man, going up to uh, Vermont. Well, have fun in Vermont. Have a safe trip. Definitely will, bro. Definitely will. And, we'll, and uh, what's going? On? I'll be in touch with you, and I'll let Nick know when your next shipment's actually on its way out. Awesome. Cool. Sweet. Thank you, my dude. All right. All right. We'll take, see you. Take it easy, Jimmy. Yeah, man. Talk to you guys later. 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 I feel like the from the last time we talked to him, it's literally been way too long. Yeah, well, when was the last time we had him on? I I'm tr- I literally am like I'm telling about my brother's wedding, and that was back in July of last year. And I'm thinking to myself, huh? I have it on the um. I can probably, I can look back on when the last time we've recorded. It's been a while. Like, yeah. um, wait one moment. I will literally tell you <laughs> when's last. No, because if it went. messes up stuff, don't no, it do won't it. Mess up. That's why. <laughs> that's why I got myself got us a really good program. Unlike last time. Uh, oh, August 18th of last year. Holy shit. That's when we had him on? Last time. Fuck. I didn't, after, th- I didn't think it was that long after ago. After that, we had Joel for his third. I really didn't think it was that long ago. And then, uh, then a couple months after that, we had JP. Then we had Adam. We had Mark Bell. If you guys are in those episodes, please go back to episode 56, <laughs> 58. And also hit up 55 for some of our good and goal, good good ones. Also, I my personal favorite, if you want to do the throwback real quick, is episode 54 with Jen and Joel, uh, a.k.a. Sponsored <laughs> Athlete. Go check that one out. <laughs> she still hates us for that one. <laughs> I love that one. You got to bring That's her back on. That's a good one. Yeah, we need to get her back on. We got to figure out what. After the, uh, the eight-man this weekend we'll get her on yeah we'll ask her how she how she performed and then we'll ask her what does it feel like to be a true sponsored athlete well i'm a sponsored athlete too yeah but we hear am i not cool am am i not cool enough is it is that it no you're getting up there (laughs) but we hear what's like to you be a sponsor yeah that's true we don't hear about it from her very often it's also you know we're supposed to bring we're bringing other sponsored athletes on here (laughs) Like I said, it's super nice. Other sponsors. Other sponsors. Well, um, anyways, uh, the only thing I have coming up is February 27th, Madhouse Comedy Club in San Diego. Come watch me do some stand-up. Um, it's going to be a good show. It's a weekday show. It's a cool little place right there on 4th and F Street in downtown Crossy from Balboa Theater. Yep. And the only thing I got is it's not until September, but I will be competing in Vegas at the Desert Rampage. Uh, me, um... I can't remember the gym off the top of my head. I'd have to look it up, but it is going to be September 22nd. Um, you can actually find it on the USPA event calendar. Um, and other than that, uh, definitely don't forget to check out uh, Jimmy's company, our sponsor, Warfare and Clothing. Uh, use Power Comedy to get 20% off site-wide um, and use that 20% to get yourself some Power Comedy t-shirts. Um, and any any of the other gear that he mentioned that is going to be coming out here shortly. Get a headband. Um, see if you can get a black eye with that. <laughs> but don't blame it on us. That That's all we ask. Yeah. Um, and then you can also find uh, my other sponsor, uh, Ultimate Sport Nutrition. They're located here in uh, San Diego. They have uh, a location in National City and Chula Vista. Um like I said before, in my opinion, better than GNC, better deals, better supplements, just better overall. And also, if you use my name, they will give you some sort of discount, uh, maybe 10%, maybe 15 I don't know. Just got to go in and find out. Um, 
and you can also find me on Instagram and Twitter at Nick the Hulk Dorio. You can find Michael at Michael A Ramos on Instagram and what's your Twitter? Twitter is gonna be Michael A A Ramos, double A in there. And what about your uh, gamer one? My gamer, you can go to twitch.tv forward slash strixttv. Um, if you want to meet me and Nick in person, for people who are listening in the LA area, we're going to be up there in June. Yeah. Uh, to watch our buddy Joel, who you've, you've heard on here multiple times, yep. uh, will be uh, performing. <laughs> we're not going to be performing. Not performing. He's going to be listening <laughs> to some fucking shit, okay? No, I'm not going to. Joel is. That's what I'm saying. Oh, okay. I was like, we'll I'm, be there, but yeah. you can come meet us, though. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if you want to, like, if, if you, you want, want to, if you want to give us a hug, I mean, that that's we accept that, hugs that's, that's and also uh, we also accept samples full of frontal nudity. <laughs> and that too. <laughs> all right, uh, that's all I got though. Anyways, guys, enjoy this week's episode. We'll yep. see you guys next week. Later, later.